Hey everybody, Coburn Shepik here from the Multifamily Mastermind. I hope you're having an awesome day. For today's discussion, understanding due diligence for multifamily real estate. Let's check it out. Hey everybody, welcome back. For today's discussion, due diligence for multifamily real estate. Let's dive right into it. So the topics today that we're going to discuss we want to talk about all of the steps uh, that it takes to perform due diligence uh, on a multifamily investment property. And keep in mind that that in some cities or state requirements, you know, these might uh, differ depending on where you're at in the world. But these are sort of the brief uh, kind of overview of the steps uh, that you'll take to perform due diligence. And depending on who you uh, who you bring on your team or who you hire as a, a general contractor or a property management company, some of these things will get grouped together, uh, but we're just going to break them down uh, one by one. And I also want to add uh, that it's important to do this in a process uh, that, that costs money at a later time, meaning that the first few things, few steps that you take uh, to perform due diligence may not cost anything or may cost just a, a few bucks, uh, but you're not gonna be set thousands of dollars back before you uh, have an idea of if you wanna proceed through the deal or not. So to break down the topics, financial audit report, property condition assessment, or what's called a PCA, uh, a market condition report, lease audits, unit walkthrough, site survey, environmental site assessment, or an ESA, a green report, seismic report, title report, and appraisal. Let's jump right into it. So a financial audit report to begin with is a report completed by a real estate consulting firm or possibly a property management company. This purpose, the purpose of this report is to understand the actual income uh, expenses and to determine the most realistic performa. Uh, this report should be one of the first tasks of due diligence aside from knowing the market, submarket, and underwriting the deal in-house. This is basically just performing a financial uh, underwriting uh, audit in what you would do on any other deal anyway. This is just the, the beginning of it. If, you, if, if the numbers don't work, the property is not gonna work. So this is the first step in the process, underwriting the deal, creating a performa, and then diving deeper into the property itself. Next is a property condition report, or also known as a PCA. This is a report that provides overall information on the condition of your property. Uh, this report can be completed by the persons uh, or company of your choosing, but should be completed by a licensed contractor. Depending on the contractor that is completing this report, the report should include a basic understanding of the condition of the major parts of the property. This is HVAC, roofs, etc. cetera. Uh, and the report should include photos of the, and descriptions of major problematic areas, as well as a summary of the expected costs or capital improvements that would be necessary to bring the property up to par. This report will either confirm your assumptions or encourage you to make changes to your deferred maintenance or capital expenditures uh, that would be necessary to operate the property. Uh, so just to recap this, a PCA, this should be uh, completed by a general contractor, whether that's someone that you hire through your, your property management company or that you have on your team or that you know of, but it should be a qualified individual uh, that understands 
HVACs, roofs, foundations, plumbing, etc., and can give deep uh, a deep understanding or a deep report or analysis on the property. Uh, next up is a market condition report. Uh, this is a report that is usually executed by uh, your chosen property management company. Uh, this report is an in-depth analysis of the submarket, including rental rates, occupancy, competitiveness, new construction, and more. The purpose of the report is to ensure the projected rental rates and overall performance of the property. The results from this report will either ensure you on your assumptions or encourage you to make changes to your performer rental rates and occupancy. So to dive deep, deep, deeper on this for just one moment, if you are uh, potentially investing in a new area and you won't believe that this happens all the time where people will underwrite, uh, uh, underwrite for example, a CapEx project where they're, they're renovating units and they're not taking a, a a conservative vacancy assumption for the renovated units. Uh, so this, for example, uh, you should have this done by a property management company who's involved in many of these projects and understands the market better than us and uh, can help assure us that our performa is actually true. And so to look at uh, comparables and create assumptions based on the project that's what this is about, market condition report. Next up is a lease audit. Uh, the lease audit is a comprehensive analysis of the in-place leases on the property. This report will be conducted by your chosen property management company and its purpose is to analyze the current lease charges, stated expenses, the lease language, and more. The results of the lease audit will help verify that the current lease charges are accurate and are in line with the lease language. So occasionally, if there's old management or old uh, systems or old processes in place, uh, it's, there's a chance that what is uh, written in legal form within the lease are not actually true or in line with what the deposits are or what deposits are on hand or what the current rental charges are. Uh, so this is to ensure that what we're looking at when we look at uh, our rent roll and determine our, our uh, performa is indeed true. Next up is the unit walkthrough. It is what it sounds like walking every single apartment. There's no shortcut to this process. The report walkthrough should be completed by a GC or a general contractor uh, and or the current vendor for each trade type. Um, or sorry, not the current, the correct vendor for each trade type, meaning a, a pool guy and a HVAC team and a plumbing team and electrical uh, or a roofing expert. So these should either be, uh, this walkthrough should be completed by a team of people. It's not one individual. It could be a GC and, and a team or it could be property management group and their team or, or if you have a construction uh, expertise on your side, um, this should be a team effort and there's a lot of detail that goes on to this process. So your chosen uh, third-party management company may be able to assist in this process uh, as well. And this process will include walking every single apartment, looking, uh, looking at plumbing, electrical and roofs, HVAC systems, boilers, chillers, pools, foundations, and more. And there is no skipping a unit because uh, if you, skip over potential units, you're skipping over potential problems that could equate to massive 
uh, amounts of loss or unexpected uh, capital improvements or deferred maintenance. Uh, so the final walkthrough report should ensure the property's condition and deferred maintenance expenses that you and your management company have underwritten the project. Or the report will uncover undisclosed problem, problematic areas of the property such as aging roofs, water damage, faulty electrical issues, and who knows more. Moving on is the site survey. A site survey is a report that is executed by a local service provider. Uh, you can find one through your property management or your broker or Google. Uh, and the report will appear uh, in a map form and its purpose is to get an accurate description on the property and to understand its actual boundaries of the buildings on site and or the corners of the land area. Uh, aside from the fact that most lenders will not, on a, not loan on a property without understanding its boundaries, you also want to ha have 100% knowledge of the property's boundaries and legal descriptions. Moving on here to uh, environmental site assessment, other known, uh, also known as an ECA, ESA. Sorry. Uh, this is an assessment ex executed by a lender chosen party. Uh, so whoever you're getting your uh, loan through, uh, they'll choose uh, this vendor to complete the, the ESA. And the purpose of the ESA is to identify any potential environmental contamination liabilities. The report will look at existing property, physical improvements, as well as historical land usage. Uh, and this, the assessment will ensure that the property is not contaminating the environment from a potential old gas leak or chemical spill, et cetera. So what will happen and what does happen is uh, early, you know, late, uh, there, there might have been an old laundromat in place at one point, you know, 30 years ago or 40 or 50 years ago, whatever that may be, uh, that had leaked potential chemicals and now it's either redeveloped or the, the, the property is still sitting there or whatever it was. The purpose of this is to ensure that there's no uh, contamination from current or past uh, assets on that land. Next up is the appraisal. And an appraisal is a report that is executed by, again, a lender chosen third party, which is an appraiser. Uh, the purpose of the appraisal is to determine the value of the property based on the, the current capitalization rate or the cap rate and the net operating income or the NOI. Since lenders base their loans on value of the property, or loan to value or LTV, it is important that the appraisal comes in equal or to or even better uh, above the contracted purchase price. And if the appraisal comes in below that determined purchase price, the bank will either need to get a, a second appraisal or a second opinion, uh, or the purchase price needs to be negotiated, or the buyer will need to come in with more of a down payment to cover that difference, which is obviously not ideal. Uh, moving on here, a green report. A green report is an energy report that is executed by energy efficient consultants that are qualified by your chosen lender. This, the purpose of this report is to determine what improvements can be made to improve the energy and water efficiency of the property. Uh, the report will also include potential cost savings that can be achieved by addressing the identified opportunities. So this is not always required. Um, in most cases, I don't think it is, but what this does is it, it looks at uh, the property, the faucets, the water usage um, to, 
to bring potential uh, efficiency, which in turn would create savings or an increased NOI on the property. So this is a good thing. Moving on here is a title report. A title report is completed by your chosen title company and its purpose is to verify the legal ownership and description of the property and to ensure that the title is free and clear of any past liens or claims that could affect the purchase. Uh, so this is a serious subject and cannot be taken lightly. This does happen all the time where a lien is placed on a property and is actually uh, uncovered most cases during a title report. So I have actually had uh, a bad experience in this and a lesson learned where something did come up with a partner uh, on a property that we, that we sold. And long story short, we had to pay out that lien, uh, unfortunately. Uh, moving on here, a seismic report. Uh, so for properties located in high risk areas of earthquakes, uh, your lender might require the property to receive a seismic report, which gives uh, what's called a PML or a probable maximum loss assessment which will estimate the risk of structural damage in the worst case scenario. So that's running through the due diligence process. And just to kind of pick conclusion on this, uh, obviously performing due diligence is one of the most crucial steps in acquiring a property. And it's either gonna do one of two things. It's either gonna ensure that you know exactly what you're purchasing or will help you discover uh, potential problems that may defer you from that purchase. Uh, so this is obviously a major step and it's important to understand each of these and to more importantly have uh, a property management company, your lender, your broker, uh, and your team and your, your uh, advisors to have, uh, to have knowledge on this subject as well to help ensure that the property that you're choosing is indeed uh, what you know it is. Uh, I'm Coburn Shepik. Thanks again for your for uh, being here with me today. I'll see you next time.